Good day, everybody. Happy Friday. It is raining and 32 degrees, creating quite the treacherous walking and moving around outside here in Wisconsin, at least where I'm at. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a good Friday. Hope you're leading into the weekend strong. Gonna have a safe, fun weekend, I hope. How are you all doing? No, the uh, <clears throat> this <clears throat> the stream mess ups were never Rumble's fault. We figured it out on that stream that it was my computer. Whenever I was recording, whenever I was recording standalone videos, it was conking out. Now we tested a new, you know, a new way. We tested it after some troubleshooting yesterday, and everything seemed to work out. So we'll see. I'm going to try to make sure, of course, that I try that near the end. Lots to talk about. I mean, so much. Uh, let's get right into it. Just in, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt has announced he is sending the Oklahoma National Guard to aid in Texas in its border battle with Joe Biden. We've already started putting numbers together, he said. The decision follows a request from President Donald Trump urging states to support Texas. The former president, uh, Donald Trump, has suggested to all the Republican governors out there, uh, send members of your state's National Guard. In your case, Governor, it would be the Oklahoma National Guard. Send them down to Texas to help Greg Abbott. Are you going to do that? Absolutely. You know, I've done it once before, and we're looking. I already talked to my tag. Isn't it weird when people, when he says absolutely, but shakes his head no? That's a weird thing that some people do. Just a little odd. Once before, and we're looking, I already talked to my tag, my General Mancino. We've already started putting the numbers together. Uh, we'll be in contact with Governor Abbott. The former president. Uh, it's going to be interesting. So, <clears throat> excuse me, what happened since yesterday? Well... Uh, the uh, brain dead in chief Joe Biden had it has now issued a 24 hour ultimatum, which I, su I suspect at, you know ends at some time today, maybe at the end, you know, midnight today or whatever the case is. At some, at some point today, it ends to let the federal government back in so that they can cut the razor wire to allow the migrants to come back through again. Now, what's happening here is Joe Biden is cratering his presidential chances uh, beyond repair. Beyond repair. He is absolutely fricked. You know, he, he has no out here. Dan Bongino tweets, Biden is totally effed and he did it to himself because he's a moron. Now he can either use force or the threat of it to force Texas law enforcement to assist in the invasion of their state in front of television cameras for the world to watch. Or he can fold and slither away on the issue knowing he's getting destroyed at the polls 
for supporting this invasion at the southern border. Either way, he loses because he's a moron. I stand with Texas. Here's a report from the Daily Wire. It's uh, they send they just send the kids down there, I guess. This is Spencer Lindquist with the Daily Wire, and I'm here on the ground at Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, Texas. It's a little quiet, but that's there on Rio Grande, Mexico, a lot of wind and noise. this razor wire, which the Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety have been putting up in an attempt There's to help in migrants. It. Shelby Park has been the epicenter of an ongoing feud between the federal government and the state of Texas, with the Supreme Court just recently ruling that the federal government could continue its practice of cutting through this razor wire behind me. Now the federal government has given Texas until tomorrow, Friday, to allow federal agents back into the park. It's not clear what exactly the consequences might be <coughs> if the state of Texas denies that request. Now, for those of you who, you know, are just getting caught up on the, on the reason on why we are where we are, let me explain the way the Constitution reads about this. Uh, Pacman says, Creepy Joe's F, no matter what he does, he will be seen as a dictator or weak. Yeah, these are his two options, right? I found a good tweet, I think, from here, who, which lays out why Texas has a legal right to do this. Because Texas Governor Greg Abbott invoked Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, now other states are able to enter into agreements with Texas to help repel the invasion that Texas is dealing with. Other states may now send troops and or equipment to aid in the halting of the border invasion. Which states will send troops to defend the border? Well, we know Oklahoma has. I think Florida has kind of. The Constitution says that, that they can protect themselves. If you look at the statement issued by the 25 governors, or were they governors? Yeah, 20 governors, I think, of each state. This is what they said. President Biden and his administration has left Americans and our country completely vulnerable to unprecedented illegal immigration pouring across our southern border. The statement said, signed by 25 governors, instead of upholding the rule of law and securing the border, the Biden administration has attacked and sued Texas for stepping up to protect American citizens from historic levels of illegal immigration, deadly drugs like fentanyl, and terrorists entering our country. How do you think that that is going to read? How do you think that's going to read to your average working class American? Now, I'm not talking about, you know... I'm not talking about, you know, people who are staunchly Republican or staunch Democrat. I'm talking about undecideds. Cocteau says Abbott is, metaphorically speaking, sending out the fire trucks to spray water on rubble. It feels performative, but the bit is working. Yes, I, I'd agree with that. Because too many people aren't asking why not way sooner. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly politically expedient to do it now. I think that it was spurned by this latest migrant caravan, which is something like, what, 16,000 people? I don't know whatever happened with that, but they were reporting, they were reporting on that last week, like 16,000 people. I think that's kind of what spurred. And to be fair, like, Abbott did move to do stuff like a week or two ago. You know. It continues, quote, 
We stand in solidarity with our fellow governor, Greg Abbott, and the state of Texas in utilizing every tool and strategy, including razor wire fences to secure the border. The statement continued, we do it in part because the Biden administration is refusing to enforce immigration laws already on the books and is illegally allowing mass parole across America of migrants who entered our country illegally. The governor said that the U.S. Constitution clearly states that states have a right to defense and that since the Biden administration has abdicated its constitutional compact compact duties to the states, meaning it's abandoned them, Texas has every legal justification to protect the sovereignty of our state and our nation, and I agree with that. You know, now, I don't know if... You know, you have situations where money is a thing. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that Texas gets a lot of money. Wait, did it freeze? Are you guys joshing me? Because I wasn't recording there. Might have just been a glitch. Hmm. Yeah. Checking to see if there's anything open that might be downloading something. Doesn't look like it. Okay. So. The reason that they want to protect themselves is because essentially... Joe Biden has said, ah, you're all on your own. You're all on your own. And what's funny is they're all, the biggest point of contention here, the biggest point of contention is the razor wire. The right? reason, right? The razor wire is the biggest, the biggest point of contention. What's interesting is the government that now sued Texas to stop protecting United States citizens from illegal aliens is the same government that erected a seven-foot fence with razor wire around the Capitol to protect Joe Biden from U.S. citizens. Yeah, that might have actually been on Rumble because I didn't drop any frames here and I wasn't recording. So I feel pretty good about my, my, my sign. If you're getting a bunch of freezing, maybe refresh. So Donald J. Trump tweeted this. Page two, we encourage all willing states to deploy their guards to Texas to prevent the entry of illegals and to remove them back across the border. All Americans should support the common sense measures by Texas authorities to protect the safety, security, and sovereignty of Texas. 
and the American people. Excuse me. When I am president, on day one, instead of fighting Texas, I will work hand-in-hand with Governor Abbott and other border states to stop the invasion, seal the border, and rapidly begin the largest domestic deportation operation in history. Those Biden has let in should not get comfortable because they will be going home. I like that. I like that. I like that statement. Knight Commander also says, what should we call this, Paul? The Biden administration has declared war on the great state of Texas. Governor Abbott and the people of Texas will hold the line. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Bill. As it stands right now, you might be able to make out behind me. Texas's razor wire is still here inside of Shelby Park. It remains untouched. However, the Biden administration has now warned Texas it has until tomorrow to allow Biden's border agents back into Shelby Park and the ability to remove Texas's razor wire as it sees fit. A federal attorney writes to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton that the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration and a temporary restraining order that prohibited Biden's border agents from touching Texas razor wire in and around Shelby Park. The Biden administration in the letter to Texas reads in part, the Supreme Court restored the department's right to cut and move the concertina wire placed by Texas in order to perform their statutory duties. In sum, we require full access to the Shelby Park area currently obstructed by Texas by January 26, 2024. Please confirm that the state will provide U.S. Border Patrol with the access described. Now, the Biden administration goes into detail about the access it wants. It wants access to Shelby Park, also the nearby boat launch and the International Bridge. So it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be very interesting to see. It's going to be very, very interesting to see. Very, very interesting to see. You know, I think um, there may be some issues on uh, Rumble side. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm not dropping any frames on my side. And people in chat, there are people saying it's freezing, but there are a lot of people that are saying that it's totally fine. So maybe it's just the app. I don't know. But I have it open in my screen next to me, and it has not frozen. It's like just continued to work. So I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people are saying they're having no issues. So that that tells me it's not my internet. You know what I mean? For once. (laughs) for once so Tucker Carlson just dropped a video in an interview from India Governor India Governor Abbott says that must be a city name says 10 other states have sent National Guard to Texas border and others will follow Abbott says he is prepared for a conflict with federal authorities is this what 
is this what is this what Joe Biden wants to like literally go to war? Like that's where he's headed now. Like he's literally going to go to war with his own I mean that's that's what Abbott has said now. All right. Is a civil war a write-off? Hmm. Let's ask the slide whistle. It is. It is. <clears throat> he is in India for business with Texas. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't blink a lot and sometimes I take pauses, so maybe that's maybe people think that's a freeze. I'm not one of these streamers that like snorts an Adderall and talks a thousand miles a minute. An interview from India. So now it's going down. It looks like it's going down. If the uh, if the freezes are really on my end, um, I'll have a new computer uh, in a week. So we'll be able to test that. Now I'm nervous. I'm nervous because now I'm going to test the recording. You must be way hydrated to keep your eyes open like that. I actually am. I'm like super hydrated. I got, I'm, I'm like two bottles deep on water. All I do is pee. Is it 27 minutes till the deadline? It's 27 minutes. Yeah, I think people are just trolling about the freezing, to be honest with you. Because I'm, I'm watching it on my screen. It has not frozen once. Uh, it might be the only way Biden can remain in office. I don't know. I think that this is, <clears throat> this is bad. This is, I think this is bad for Biden. Is he going to go to war with Texas? You know? Don't drink out of plastic. I know. Um, I bought glass... You guys bullied me into getting glass. I just haven't got them yet. It's expensive. Like glass bottles are expensive as hell. Let's talk about Ben Shapiro. Here we go. We're going to try recording. I bet you didn't know that Ben Shapiro has bars. Well, apparently, <clears throat> allegedly, he has bars. And uh, 
he has collaborated in a rap song with Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald is a rapper that appeals to, um, you know, conservatives generally. Um, his, his lyrics are a little on the nose about culture issues and stuff like that. But, I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, if, if you like his music, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool too. That's, I never try to be too, um, too black and white about music because everyone's got their own taste. You know, some people enjoy Tim's music. Some people don't, you know, things like that. But what I thought was interesting was the amount of backlash he got. He got a ton of backlash just a ton of it if you look at the comments when he releases this tomorrow's 9 a.m who's ready for a crazy media video, music videos called facts tom mcdonald ben shapiro I, I i don't really know everyone's i guess everyone's really mad at him for um you know really mad at him for collaborating <laughs> nothing says club banger like daily wire collab disappointing what an odd collaboration tom got the call that's a hard pass this is unfortunate 500 like why so i think i think the reason he's getting so much pushback first of all i don't think tom mcdonald is american isn't he canadian um but anyway um What's interesting is all the pushback. Now, I know that Ben Shapiro has alienated a lot of people uh, with his kind of Israel first uh, perspective. And I, I, I guess I understand, you know, I, I understand um, why some people feel that way because, you know, ultimately, hey, that, that's kind of important. Like people want America first right now. We've got a lot of a lot of things going on. I mean, we literally have basically a civil war brewing in Texas right now. Um, people like to bring up, you know, Ben's old get the jab dope thing, all that. I was surprised to see how much backlash he got. The song itself, um, interesting. It exists, and. Um, What's funny about it is, you know, basically, you know, I know that Tom generally is okay about people watching his videos and things like that. Um, I, I think it's got 139,000 views in the first hour, probably far more than that. And he's, and I want to take a look mostly just at, Ben Shapiro's part. Ben Shapiro in a hoodie looks absurd. He looks like uh, very weird. <laughs> I get for me the lyrics are like whatever they're on the nose. Um, but what, what I'm what I'm interested in is if Ben raps at all, because I wonder if they just use sound bites. It's at, at, okay, so here he's on the screen. I don't care if I offend you. Okay, so he's 
sings on the uh he sings on the he sings on the chorus I was Okay, so Ben's on the screen back there waving. I try to keep my like reactions real time. Okay, so wait. Here okay, here's Ben. I wonder. Let's look at the stats. Oh, here we go. the facts. My money like lives in my pockets are fat. <laughs> wait a minute. Did he just say my money like Lizzo, my my pockets are fat? Is, is that one? Wait a minute. My money like Lizzo, my pockets are fat. I think that's what he said. Like, that's a bar. <laughs> that's a bar for Ben, <laughs> I think. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Lizzo, my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yamaka, homie, no cap. Look at that. Dog, it's a yamaka, homie, no cap. Oh my god. Brass, look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison, I'm on television. Dogs, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents, Nikki. I make racks. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, here's the thing. It's basically on the borderline of cringe and funny. I think that Ben leans into that. But I believe he just said he makes racks off compound interest. <laughs> I mean, like, and don't be a WAP. Is that, is that what he said? All my people download this. Uh, I wish he would have said all my people down in the tunnels. <laughs> that would have been, that would have, that would have been, uh, that would be, uh, you know, I, I don't know that the last that last verse was not very good. There were some good ones in there. Like if I'm actually, if I'm actually breaking down, if I'm actually breaking down the uh, the lyrics, I I actually am a fan of hip hop. I generally don't like this style of rap um but just like listening to the the lyrics themselves uh that last that last line was a little weak but he did have some good ones like i don't know if i'm banging this in my car but i mean the the uh the line about i've got the facts my money like lizzo my pockets are fat my money like lizzo my pockets are fat like that's pretty that's a pretty dope line <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good. That that's a good line. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yamaka. Homie, no cap. Look at my. Uh, 
I'm epic. Don't be a WAP. Homie, it's a yamaka. <laughs> like, uh... Okay, I mean, it's fine. He, he had one verse, it looks like. He has one uh, one verse. Um it's no it's no uh it's it's no um you know Alex Jones as an indie rock song. But, you know, it's a thing. I I I guess, you know, it's definitely a thing. So Daily Wire's co-founder. I don't I people are what's weird about it is how peop how many people are pissed at Oh, that would have been a sweet. That would have been a sweet cover. That would have been a sweet cover. If they did that. There this this content will go like this this content will this will do very well. You'll have the the whole black community reacting to it. It's going to get a lot of views. Uh, you know, I, it's not my kind of rap, um, but I know that a lot of people will like it. And it's just, you know, it's just good fun. For me, when I go and I listen to music, um, you know, I don't want to be talking about the culture war. But Ben kept it real. He rapped the way his personality is. Take some note, notes, Nikki, but first, have you seen my Helix mattress? Also, my wife's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, he should have said that. It's a yarmulke, homie, no cap. I mean, people obviously like it. People, people obviously like it. I mean, I think, um, I think Tom's got his fans, and I think it's great marketing. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not hating on him. You see him, Tom McDonald, and now has now brought the magic of my flow to the world. And the iTunes store now properly has us charting above Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa. I think that's pretty good. Like he, he, he's, he's charting on top uh, ahead of, uh, ahead of Taylor Swift. This is the, yeah, this is definitely the meme that I like. He's basically not rapping. He's just talking with like a little bit of inflection. I'm sure Ben doesn't care. I'm sure Ben doesn't care if people think his song is, oh no, it's number two. It's number two. It's going to be, it's going to hit number one. It's going to pass Megan the Stallion. It's going to it's going to end up being it's going to end up being number 1. I don't even know what this timeline is. If people enjoy the song, that's fine. I think it's funny. Um if it charts number 1, it'll make some good headlines and uh I I'm probably not going to to buy the song, but uh I wish them all the best. I wish them all the best. All right, I've stopped the recording. The question is, are we still live? Yeah, it looks fine to me. Looks fine to me.
it's all about publicity. Uh, now that I'm like not recording the standalone version of the song, like the song is, the song is uh, corny. Um, the the song is corny as hell. Um, but I think it's supposed to be. My thing with Tom that. You know, and again, like I want to be careful about being too critical of Tom McDonald because I think people like his music and that's fine. He's not hurting anything. But for just for me, for somebody that covers like uh covers culture war topics, when I listen to music, I want escapism. So I don't want to hear about, you know, people about singing about their pronouns and lame like uh conservative stuff you know like i understand that people that don't do what i do i'm just trying to be like self-aware like i understand that people who don't do what i do for a living uh will like it better than me it seemed like a pretty basic run-of-the-mill tom mcdonald song He followed the formula. But so what, right? So what? That, you know, that ultimately, so what, right? Maybe if I was like, if, if Ben Shapiro had two verses, if Ben Shapiro had two verses, I, I would have liked the song more. You know? Like, if Ben had two verses, now the first verse I would probably give a 6 out of 10. Because it, it did have some bangers in it. But it did fall apart at the end. The end was kind of a little whatever, you know? But I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to like dump on him. By the way, I want to remind everybody today after the show is a Q&A. No holes barred Q&A. Generally like it more if Kazar Milkers was in the second verse. What does that mean? What is Kazar milk? I mean, I know that's big, big boobs. Is it big Jewish boobs? Is that what it means? Articles of impeachment have been filed against Fannie Willis in Georgia. Oh, here we go. It's a Q&A. I'm going to give you the link in the chat right now. His sister had gigantic boobs. Like back-breaking boobs. And then she threw them all away. So the Q&A, I just put it the link. You can you can open that chat right now if you want. So like after the stream you're ready to go. You can actually participate in that chat right now too. <laughs> Should we cover that? Should I do a second political topic? 
Should I eat? I was thinking a little bit about, uh, you know, this morning I did a Civil War video, you know? And uh, it's doing pretty good. Normally, like, hard politics don't do well on my channel. But, like, if I could eat a little, you know, I've always tried to stay away from it so that I don't eat Tim's lunch, so to speak. Um, but, you know, Tim's been covering a lot of culture issues, you know. It's not like he stays off my playground. Let's see. Uh, maybe I'll record it if if he doesn't release it. Have I peed in my drain lately? Nah. Wait. Not articles of impeachment. It looks like... I don't see... It just looks like she's going to be investigated. Nope. Here's the articles of impeachment. Uh, Lord of the Reef for 20. Whoa. Speaking of music, I've been uploading songs to Rumble for a little while now, and I have a new song in the works as we speak. You can find it on Rumble by searching Long Walks Music, one word. It's adequate. <laughs> I love that. That's a good <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> hey, shout out, man. Hey, good for you. Uh, yeah, Tim got a little roasted last night for his, ex his excuse about why he doesn't stream to rumble, which is bullshit, by the way. You guys know that, right? Let's see. It's so funny how all these people end up like, uh, Wait, as lawmakers call for impeachment, Chairwoman of Freedom Caucus Free State has officially introduced articles of impeachment same day that Georgia Senate forms a special committee. I mean, this chick is fricked. I know. I don't want to roast Tim. I love Tim. Tim does a great job. But I, I just, I know the truth about why he doesn't stream, co-stream, you know? And his viewers are starting to, his viewers are starting to say the same thing. If you look at his thread... If you look at his thread last night, if you look at the thread he posted last night about cold streaming, he was getting destroyed. I know the I know the real reason he's not streaming cold streaming. Okay, I know it. Everyone else does too. It's just weird because he said he said very confidently that he has over 50,000 paying members to his website. That's $500,000 a month or $6 million a year he's making just off memberships. You think he could sacrifice a few super chats to support new tech, but I guess not. You know? It's, it's, it's true. When I'm, you know, now that I'm on Rumble, people do choose to watch. My videos on Rumble, and I do make a, a little less money on YouTube. That's true. It's a little less. You know, a 20% haircut. It's not that, you know, it's not nothing, but 
I'm that's the penalty. That's the price we pay as as trailblazer blazers to support new tech. You know. Some people are willing to pay the price. Some people are not willing to pay the price. It's as simple as that. Which would be a great time to remind you before we talk about this. <clears throat> yeah, his, his website is built on Rumble architecture. But if you look at every video on his website, it's a YouTube embed. He doesn't even use the Rumble video player. His video player that he uses on his Rumble infrastructure website is all embedded YouTube videos because money. Wait, I need some reverb. Money. Anyway, that's fine. People are allowed to run their business how they want to run it. You know, that's just the reality. Uh, okay, let's talk about this impeachment. Now would be a great time. You know, a lot of people are paying $10 a month for, for certain people who won't support new tech. How about you pay $5 a month to support a guy who does? Today, we're going to have a locals-only Q&A after the stream. All you have to do is click this button for the basement and join. And you can take part in it and support the channel directly. It is $5 a month. It's not free. But it does go directly towards supporting the channel, supporting someone willing to support new tech. And uh, I, would, I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Today would be a great day to join. Now let's talk about Fanny Willis. Now I don't know if I'm going to upload this to YouTube or not. But we'll see if, if, if Tim hits it, then I probably won't. Usually if Tim hits a video, it's actually bad for my channel. Like it's actually bad for my channel to uh, to upload it because while some people want to watch it, um, less people do, and then it hurts like the like the click through rate, and then it serves up my videos less. All right, let's try recording. Another, let's try recording it. Breaking news. Now, I don't know if I'm going to upload this to YouTube because, again, it'd be a second kind of hard politics video of the day. But if you do enjoy my political coverage, please leave a like and uh, share the video. Help share the video. I, I definitely find myself more interested in covering this stuff. I'm never going to go completely away from covering, you know, big tech and video games and Hollywood nonsense, too. But it would be nice to talk about stuff that is affecting the country, um, you know, a little bit more often. But We've got some breaking news. The woman investigating Donald Trump has now been served with articles of impeachment the very same day that the Georgia Senate has formed a special committee, committee to investigate her corruption. If you're just tuning in to the, the Trump situation, essentially you've got a bunch of district attorneys and corrupt politicians who are trying to make a name for themselves. In my opinion, you've got that lunatic DA or attorney general in New York who is trying to, you know, just trying to make a name for herself by bringing charges against Trump, Trump charges that will likely not stick. Then you have Georgia. You have an, uh, a district attorney, Fannie Willis, who was 
giving taxpayer money, big taxpayer money, to her lover and giving preferential treatment to him so he could be on the trial to try Donald Trump to, again, increase his cachet, even though the guy had never, never once even tried a single federal case. Massive nepotism, corruption, all in the name of Drumpf getting after Donald Trump. Well, breaking news, the chairwoman of the Freedom Caucus Georgia, State Representative Charlize Byrd, has officially introduced H.R. 872, articles of impeachment against Fannie Willis. This is the Trump curse. Just ask how Mr. Basta, remember the Basta guy? Remember the guy that was going to get Trump? Basta. Uh, Michael Kavanaugh, Mike Nainan in prison. He's in prison now. The very same day the Georgia Special Committee. So this says, State Representative Charlie's Bird, a six-term incumbent from Cherokee County, today introduced the, uh, H.R. 872 to impe- impeach Fulton District Attorney Fannie Willis claiming she was used her office to pursue, not to pursue justice, but for political gain. Willis is known for pursuing high-profile indictment against President Donald Trump and 18 others for their constitutional right to question the integrity of what happened in 2020 in Fulton County and everywhere else in Georgia. Willis has also come under scrutiny for possible conflicts of interest in hiring a potential paramour for the case against Trump. In addition, a judge barred Willis from investigating Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones when he was campaigning for Lieutenant Governor as she was a financial supporter of his opponent. She's corrupt from the top down. Michael Avenatti's the guy. He's in a federal pound me in the rear prison, though. I think. They're treating him real good. You know, he's trading those sticky buns for, uh, to protect his sticky buns, to keep his buns from getting sticky. So now it's all falling apart. It seems like all these people, all these people who are trying to press their, you know, use their positions in government to get political gain, they're all falling up. They're all corrupt to the core. The Georgia District Attorney accused of having an affair with an attorney, not just an attorney, but one she hired to prosecute former President Donald Trump, by the way, who, again, had never even tried a federal case in history, uh, now to, uh, to prosecute uh, alleged on her behalf of, uh, of her behalf lover on Friday, saying confidentiality interest means she can't hand over any documents related to the case. Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is facing calls even from allies to step off the Trump case due to the allegations of improper self-dealing. Fired off the defiant response, she fired off the defiant response after House Judiciary Community Chairman Jim Jordan reached out to her alleged paramour. Uh, paramour, I believe, is like lover, right? Is that is that the is that paramour? Dear Mr. Jordan, I'm writing you regarding your January 12, 2024 letter to Attorney Nathan Wade who is retained by the Office of Special Assistant District Attorney Willis wrote to Jordan, who has demanded records from the weight of payments for him to Willis' office in addition to any records concerning contract contacts with Joe Biden. So many people think that she's working in cohort with Joe Biden. Uh, we know that she had an affair with another lawyer. 
we know that this lawyer has obs uh, received obscene amounts of money, taxpayer money, to prosecute a man he is woefully incapable of doing. Essentially, all of this is she's corrupt from the top to the bottom. Jordan wrote to Wade just days after Trump co-defendant Michael Roman alleged in court papers filed on January 8th that Willis had glaring conflict of interest in the case in which the 77-year-old ex-president and 14 allies faced charges of unlawfully attempting to meddle in the 2020 results. Willis, an elected Democrat, has paid Wade, a private office attorney, $654,000 in legal fees since January 2022. By the way, for those of you keeping count at home, in the Peach State, Georgia, that's your money. She paid her lover your tax dollars to the tune of nearly $700,000. And that's not all. There was also um, private vacations and all this other kind of stuff. Wade allegedly spent some of the funds on vacations for him and Willis. So using the money that he got to take her on vacation. The purported lovebirds have not denied having a romantic relationship. The court hearing is expected next month to determine whether Wade and Willis need to be removed from the case. Of course they do. Of course the whole case is going to fall apart. Shelly, no! Essentially, if you wanted to say it more simply, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis funnels $654,000 in taxpayer funds to her lover. That's that's what it is. Like, she's done. There is no denying the nepotism here, the favoritism here, the amount of money that was exchanged. She's not beating any of these charges. None. Jordan's request for documents sent to Wade sought an array of other material that Republicans believe could undermine the case, such as any correspondence with the White House or Justice Department. Jordan also asked Wade for, quote, all invoices, including credit card statements and individualized reimbursement payments submitted by you or your law partners to Fulton County District Attorney's Office. What that means is any other money that we don't know about that you were paid and you were paid other money, almost certainly, right? He was paid more money. They're going to find they're going to find almost certainly thousands more. They're going to find tens of thousands more dollars in expenses that, that she, she is essentially a full-on criminal and, and should go to prison. She's embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars. He then took her on luxury cruises and all this kind of stuff. We now know because his ex released those records. The black Democrat grift is strong in Georgia, I'm told, by Georgians. Trump, the likely Republican presidential nominee, faces criminal charges in three other cases, including for allegedly falsifying business records um, by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. That's not going to happen. Who's also an elected Democrat? Again, that they're not going. That that's bunk too. And by the way, the Georgia, the Georgia case was perhaps, from what I'm understanding, as again, I'm new to covering politics, so I I understand. I appreciate your understanding if I get things wrong. But I do think that in this year, in 2024, it's increasingly important that I cover these things. The Georgia case is the worst of all the cases, if I'm right about that. Could you let me know in the comment section down below? But 
that's the one that had the most potential. The other stuff, you know, the New York case, all that kind of stuff seemed like absolute, you know, bunk. Like they were never going to make any of that stick. None of that was going to affect his ability to do, um, you know, to run for, for presidency, you know, all that kind of stuff. Georgia was the one that, you know, you're, that Trump was probably the most concerned about. And it's going to fall apart. I'm reminded, you know, I'm reminded of a lot of these Democrats, okay, who happen to, you know, look the same. Uh, what about the, who's the one in, um, in Chicago that used corrupt, who was corrupt? Was it uh, Fox? She looked just like this chick, didn't she? The one that said Juicy Sommelier shouldn't get uh, prosecuted. I think that was, uh, I think she was another corrupt attorney general, right? And then we also, of course, have Beetlejuice in Chicago. <laughs> liberal, maybe it's just that liberal women are very unattractive. That could be, <laughs> that could be right. But uh, yeah, Kimberly Fox was another one. I'm not saying that, I mean, everybody in government is corrupt, but it seems like, you know, we're finding a lot of these women that uh, are, are super corrupt. You know, they, you know, you had Michelle Obama, Mike Obama calling uh, or, you know, reaching out to, to get Juicy Sommelier off on charges. It's time these people, you know, these people need to be broke and imprisoned. They're all breaking the law. I, I actually think this case, this chick, Fanny Willis, she's going to be a fall guy. I don't think um, I don't think she's getting off on this. This seems like pretty, like pretty clear cut corruption, pretty clear cut money laundering. Like Blagojevich, also from Chicago, another Democrat. So it's going to be interesting. Like th this case is falling apart. This case in Georgia is going to fall apart because this chick is corrupt. Maybe they actually had good stuff on Trump. Maybe they thought they could make charges stick. But unfortunately, their state and the government officials around the case are so corrupt that it's going to fall apart now. Great job, Democrats. Just another win for Trump. Okay, I stopped the recording. Are we here? Did we stay? It's so weird. She's not getting she's not getting away from this. Ricky Sky says that guy deserves over a million dollars to bang that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna read the rest of that, but a million dollars would be a fair payment. Yoma sixty three. Here's a twist. Her case was allowing some of the defendants to expose twenty twenty fraud. See Harrison Floyd's discovery requests that have already shown that signature matches were not performed. Oh, interesting. By the way, thank you everyone for being so jealous with uh, jealous, generous with the Rumble Rants today. Does go a long way, so thank you. Again, just a reminder, we are doing a locals QA after the stream. Make sure you sign up now. Here's the link in the chat, or you can just click the basement button down below the video. Big show today, over 5,000 on a Friday. 
really glad you're all tuning in. That goes to show what can like happen when the show isn't uh, freezing and disconnecting every five minutes. What happened to your political channel Midwest? See, that'd be a good Q&A question for the local stream afterwards. But essentially what happened to Midwest is I was putting out five videos a day on the quartering and I just had no energy left to do more videos on Midwestly. So I tried to do more political videos on, on the quartering and they would always flop and they would hurt the channel's overall analytics because click-through rates. If you keep putting out videos that no one watches, then your videos don't get recommended. I mean, that's why you end up with like um, these old YouTubers that have like 3 million subs that get like 10,000 views, like Boogie2988 or whatever. It's because they kept putting out videos that no one wanted to watch. So they stopped recommending their videos altogether. And uh, so I was worried. And like, so I, ideally I'd like to do one to two, like one like politics video every day if it's a big enough story. And then like two to three tech and culture videos every day. That's how I really want to run my channel in 2024. It's, it's like a lot harder to give a shit about it's a lot harder to give a shit about Barbie not getting a Grammy nomination when there's like a civil war brewing in Texas, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. Hold on a second. I want to get my thumbnail guy. Yeah, you see an alleged office romance is going to derail the Trump election interference case. Of course it is. Hold on a second. I got to get a thumbnail. I'm going to upload it. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, so we talked about that. We've got a lot to talk about, friends. What do you guys got going on this weekend? What do you guys got going on this weekend? I think I've got some, because the weather broke, I've got to pick up a lot of dog poo and scrape ice off my driveway. That's what happens when you live in like cold states. When you get a warm break, snow melts, but then it freezes overnight. So then you end up with just ice every, everywhere. So you got to use like these metal scrapers to get all that kind of stuff. Pinewood Derby race. Hell yeah. Working for the man, painting a room. Sis says, you sh this should be a no-brainer. Why would you divide your content across multiple channels? You lose support that way. Just do main channel rocket. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do in 2024. I want to ease into it a little bit. But my own viewership has been kind of telling me. Like, I did, the, I did two videos on the Texas thing, and both of them did pretty good. So it seems like when it's big enough news, people want to see it. You don't have a flamethrower for that. Well, the problem with the flamethrower is uh, it'd be very expensive. 
It's 80 degrees. Going to the beach. Uh, mods, can you can you ban that person? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. All right, let's talk about Leah Thomas. Since the recording seems to be working. Pal World and a birthday party. I feel like trying Pal World, but then I feel like I really shouldn't because I, it'd be yet another game that I'd... Can I, like, just play it for a little bit, or do I? is it, like, a lot of... You know, is it a lot of... You know, is it, like, a investment narrative game? Uh, Halva says, I prefer your political videos to Tim's, though. Okay. Thank you. Well, we'll see how they do as standalone. Oh, Leah Thomas, you're going to love this story. You're going to love this story. One of the topics that I've covered on this channel for some time in 2023 and 2024 is biological men who want to uh, take away positions from biological women. Essentially, extreme misogynists. These are biological men who hate women. They hate them so much that they want to enter their sports arenas and take awards away from them. This is just my opinion, obviously. I think that they loathe women so much. They want to make them feel uncomfortable by making them share locker rooms together. They uh, probably hate women more than any other man has ever hated anyone at any at any point. That's the that's my opinion, um, and the whole conversation around biological men taking spots from biological women is a hot button issue, and we all remember that loser. I'm sorry, that hero, Leah Thomas, an individual who, I don't remember the exact number, maybe the comment section can, uh, you know, say what the exact number is, but uh, he was something, he was rated something like 400th in the men's league, and then was winning first in the women's league, um, mostly because he was swimming with a rudder and they weren't. Well, now... This story has gotten a little more insane, and we're going to get into that after a super quick word from this video sponsor. Trans swimmer Leah Thomas wants a chance to qualify for the U.S. women's squad ahead of the upcoming Olympics and reportedly has been fighting a secret legal fight in hopes of making that happen. Now, if you've been following any... If you've been following anything with... Uh, the the Olympics, they are actually extremely woke. The Olympics, in several categories, if I'm <clears throat> if I'm not if I'm remembering this correctly, the Olympics has have allowed biological men to compete against biological women in several categories. If I'm correct, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think powerlifting was one of them. Um, I think I, I could be wrong. Comment section will probably correct correct me, but. So the World Aquatics uh, did ban biological men from competing in women's races, by the way. Thank you for that. And the irony of it is that Thomas played a vital role in that ban coming to fruition. Three months after Thomas, who was ranked 462nd in the men's league, won gold in the 500 women's freestyle in the, NC in the 2022 NCAA championships, the governing body issued a ban on any athlete who had gone through male puberty 
certain Thomas certainly has done that, given they begin their college, they began their college swimming career in the men's division. The 24-year-old is now looking to have that ban wiped away and in rapid fashion to take part in the Paris Olympic trials. By the way, he hired a Canadian law firm. What I think is interesting is who's paying for this? That's, that's another, another question that I always have around this stuff. Who's paying for this? Who's paying for this lawsuit? Is it, is it uh, you know, is a law firm taking it on pro bono? Is it special interest groups paying for this? Because this kind of lawsuit would be very, very expensive. And as I've always said, cut it off and then we'll talk. You know, it's the same thing I said to, uh, I say about Dylan Mulvaney. You want me to believe that you really believe what you say you believe? Well, then you've got the money, so you prove it. Thomas has reportedly hired Canadian law firm Tier and is asking the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Switzerland to overturn the rules imposed by World Aquatics. The case began very quietly in September and World Aquatics immediately applied to have it thrown out because Thomas had not submitted to the rules and jurisdiction of USA Swimming. Thomas is not a member of the domestic federation subject to the USA Swimming rules, therefore ruling Thomas out as even an eligible candidate to challenge the organization. So the, the court case in and of itself is built on bunk. It does, he has no legal grounds whatsoever to file this lawsuit. Thomas's case is not only a fight against biology and common sense, but the clock as well. The deadline to enter the Olympics trials is June 4th, ahead of the actual qualifying on June 15th. Before that, Thomas would have to submit swimming times a month prior to even qualify for a trial spot. Thomas and their legal team would need a verdict and a rule book rewrite in under four months' time. Not going to happen. Thomas has been, a vote, has been vocal in the past about wanting to compete in Olympic trials and perhaps qualify for the Games. Cool. Olympic, uh, compete in the Olympic trials as a biological man against other biological men. No one's saying you can't do that. Nobody is saying that you can't compete against biological men for a spot in the Olympics. I think if it's Leah Thomas's dream to compete in the Olympics, even though we're, they were ranked 462nd, in the men's leagues, then they should get out there and train and try to get better, not try to take a shortcut and compete against um, people who are biologically inferior to you. Back in 2022, when ESPN and ABC honored Thomas during Women's History Month, Thomas sat down with Good Morning America and made it clear that the Olympics were on their mind. It's been a goal of mine to swim in Olympic trials for a long time, and I would love to see that through then swim in them uh, in the men's league. There's nothing wrong with that. There's literally nothing wrong with Leah Thomas, whatever their name is, competing against men. Go ahead. And if, and let it, you know, let the chips fall where they may. You know, if all this time you've been training, perhaps you're better now than 470 60 462 out of, you know, thousands. Thomas's winning time in the 500-yard women's freestyle in 2022 when converted to meters and 50-meter Olympic-sized pool would put them in a top 20 position among females. Thomas's fastest pace when competing as a male named Will 
would have put them in the would not have put them even in the top 1000 against men and therein you have the real reason and therein you have the real reason that these people want to compete and it's so weird to me that you would want to compete like this because <laughs> I love this picture because they're like oh okay you can have the number one spot over there and we're going to stand over here together we're the real one two and three If you think you can compete, nobody is stopping you from competing against men. What you really are mad about is that you can't easily run over the competition, which are biologically inferior to you. You want to cheat. That's what you want to do. At least that's my opinion. The fact that you're filing this lawsuit against the Olympics makes me question who's paying for this lawsuit, who's funding this lawsuit. It seems like there is an impossible, it feels like it's a virtual impossibility that you would win this lawsuit. Yet here we are, fully funded and been going on for months behind the scenes. Of course, Thomas's case is unlikely to be heard in time for the qualify for the Summer Olympics, according to the outlet. World Aquatics declined to comment on Thomas's legal challenge. Its executive director, Brent Nowicki, in a statement said to the Telegraph, the World Aquatics policy on gender inclusion adopted by World Aquatics in June of 2022 was rigorously developed on the basis of advice from leading medical and legal experts with careful consultation with athletes. Meaning, we asked all the women and they said, we don't want to compete against biological men, probably. I'm happy to see that more women are standing up and fighting against this every day. I'm happy to see that. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, trans people can't compete. I think that they have every right to compete that they want, right? Trans people can absolutely compete just in the biological category in which they are, which they were, they exist in. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody's saying you can't compete in a swimming competition or a bike racing competition or a skateboarding competition. They're just saying you've got to compete in the correct category. And the fact that people have been gaslit in this country to think that that's anything but that would be insane. But again, we do live in the clown world. You can just have, you know, an open, you can just have an open category that men and women can compete in then if you want, right? Just, just have an open category where men and women can compete and you can have that then if that's what you want. I believe they did that and no one entered it. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, there was a situation where in a swimming competition where they did offer like a third category. They offered a third category where like anybody could, could enter and nobody did. Why? Because the biological men want to compete against biological women. Because they know they can't win. They know they can't win. By the way, uh, weight loss update. As of January 1st, I'm down 12.1 pounds. I'm down 12.1 pounds. 
in 26 days. I feel really happy about that. Really, really happy about that. I've been intermittent fasting and cutting back on drinking. That's basically it. For me, a lot of my weight got put on from casual social drinking. And I've cut that down by about 80%. I still enjoy a drink once or maybe even twice a week, but not three, four, five times a week. And I've been doing intermittent fasting. So yeah, I'm down 12.1 pounds. I feel really good about that. I'm hoping that I can hit, I'm hoping that I can be down 20 by the end of February, 30 by the end of March, 35 by the end of April, and 40 by the end of May, 50 by the end of July. I need to lose almost 100. So I'm, uh, this week I meant to mix in more, um, uh, I meant to mix in more working out, <clears throat> at least on the treadmill. I never really got to it. So next week, um, ne next week I'm going to make sure I'm on the treadmill every single day for at least 30 minutes. I think that will help accelerate things. One thing at a time. I've been doing intermittent fasting for three weeks now and I'm in the, I'm in the zone now with it. I'm in the routine with it. So now I can add, <clears throat> now I can add uh, working out to it. Then once I do that for two or three weeks, then I'll probably add lifting to it. Then once I do that for a few weeks, um, I'll probably add, maybe I'll look at seed oils or something like that. You know, I have to go very, I have to go very, very like, I have to be smart so I don't burn out. Yeah, low carbon walking. That's what I'm going to do, basically. Uh, wait. You think a couple of those pounds are from YouTube deleting your vids? No, all of the pounds are from me being living a sedentary lifestyle and then, you know, drinking too much and eating late at night. I've been pretty good about fasting for 18, 17 to 18 hours a day. And, um, I've been pretty, and, I've, and I, I could still cut calories during the day. Right now, I'm still allowing myself like low carb wraps, and I'm trying to make, you know, I'm trying to like make smart decisions about what I eat, but I'm still giving myself like chips with lunch and stuff. So eventually, once I start working out, then I'll probably cut out. Actually, that's another step. So then I'll try to eat even healthier during the day. When you do drink, go for liquor, less dead calories, and watch your mix with sugary mixers. Yeah, what I started to do uh, in drinking is um, just doing like vodka and Mio water. So it's literally just alcohol and water with a little, like a little squirt of flavor. Like obviously alcohol is not great for you, but I'm not adding any extra calories to it. You need to tr track, you need something like that to help keep you on track. Well, I use an app. I use an app to keep me on track now. I'm really proud of, I don't know if you guys know as from heel versus Babyface. Like I keep, you know, with the, with the, with the weight stuff, like I'll just say this and then we'll keep on with the news, but I've started and stopped so many times in the past three years 
I just saw what Az from Heels from the versus Babyface did. And like he just stuck to it for a whole year and he lost a hundred pounds. And I was like, man, you know, the summer when I was boxing with Sam Hyde, if I had just stayed on that, I'd already be down another 50 pounds. So it's like I'm I'm fully like balls deep committed to staying to it now. Like I'm like a hundred percent committed to it. So anyway, I've got other stuff. You see this going on with Crowder? So I've just received word that uh, BlackRock lawyers have sent a notice to Rumble and our site hosting company uh, requesting that our recent investigative piece be removed, um, citing all kinds of infractions or issues um, that they view to be serious. And look, um, we here at this uh, show, at this company, take this very seriously. I know that Rumble takes this very seriously, and we are going to give this uh, a lot of um, thought, mindful prayer, and issue um, our official response on Monday. So bear with us, please. So from what I know, yeah, thanks, uh, Sensei. That's part of the reason I tell you guys about my weight loss is because it holds me accountable, you know, because I know you guys will be asking about it. I've seen an uptick in your viewers since you fixed the freeze issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really glad to see nearly 5,400 people here on a Friday. Really excited. If you're a first-time viewer, hi. Welcome. My name's Jeremy. Uh, I stream every single day, every single weekday at 1 Eastern. And... um. I talk about news, I talk about culture stuff, and maybe what you might not be used to is I talk to you, my viewers, a lot. I'm always reading the chat, um, you know, and you don't have to be, you know, rumble ranting to get my attention. Chat will tell you, I interact with chat. I view this as like a, a we're friends hanging out. I'm not putting on a, a television show. And so, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what I do. And if you're enjoying the show today, please click that follow button. There's a button that says follow right underneath. And if you haven't yet, click that thumbs up button. Only 500 of them. They took your video down 20 minutes ago on YouTube. What video? What video? I don't think they did. I don't have any notice. Or do you mean the my BlackRock video? Of course I'm no happy. <laughs> oh, fat bastard. <laughs> um Okay. By the way, this stream, just want to let everyone know. This stream is sponsored by longtime channel sponsor Sheath. Look at my face right by these underwear. This is a message from the owner of Sheath and creator. One of the few, um, one of the new main mentions. Uh, now I want to tell you they are the official underwear of the UFC. Let's take a quick second and thank our favorite sponsor of today's show, which is Sheath. Link in the description, by the way. 
Sheath makes the most comfortable boxer briefs you've ever worn and I've ever worn. If you're sick of boxers that are too loose or briefs that are too tight, Sheath is for you. I'm wearing a pair of Sheath underwear right now as I speak. And I'm wearing a pair of Sheath underwear every time you hear from me. It's the only underwear I own and it's the best. You have to get one pair. If you have to get one pair and it's a pair that's going to change your life, the most comfortable boxer briefs you'll ever put on your body. Their stretchy fabric is made out of moisture wicking technology. They're super soft. Keep everything cool and comfortable and in the right place. It's true. You know, Sheath has been, you know, fortunately they're a sponsor of mine. So I have a, a fresh supply coming in all the time. But uh, even a lot of the ladies I talk to really like them. Sheath is particularly useful for staying cool during summer and while working out. The most unique thing about Sheath underwear is that they have these dual pouches that keep your man parts separated, which prevent things from sticking together. Keep them right where they need to be. And uh, I was a little skeptical about the pouches, but let me tell you, it's a game changer. And by the way, if you're not into the ad idea, you don't have to use them. You can just wear them like a regular pair of underwear. That'll be the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs you've ever worn in your life. Plus, they have brand new materials like bamboo and mesh for even more cooling comfort. Go to sheathunderwear.com slash thequartering to get the most comfortable underwear you'll ever worn. Use promo code thequartering, one word, and you'll save 20% off your order too. Link in the description down below. Sheath has been a long time sponsor. Long time. And one thing I'll say about them is they don't give a they don't really give a, a crap about the topics I cover. They don't care about weird commies getting mad and screaming at me and and trying to get them to can't you know stop you know working with me. They don't care about any of that. So I will say that like I've been I've been very very happy to work with them for a lot of years. And you guys know you can tell when I when I'm like personally endorsing a sponsor versus when I'm just doing a regular sponsor read. And this I've been working with Sheath for a very long time. We've got lots more to talk about. By the way, don't forget, get on over to the Locals chat room because after the show, we're doing an exclusive no holes barred Q&A. So there's the link. We've got another story for you. Hey there, friends. We've got another story for you. Keep your sore sheath. I hate sitting on my balls both milliseconds before I get up from pain from Crave Era. See, you don't have to sit on your balls if you wear a sheath, Eric. They are my favorite supporters. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Let's talk about this. There's actually been a weird big push in um, in uh, woke retail over the past year or so where allowing customers to rob you blind, to go into your store and take whatever products they want. Apparently that was woke and they would actively tell employees not to intervene. This is not that new because when I was in college, I worked at Walmart and it was the same thing. 
I could see, I could watch somebody stealing a CD, which is, yes, that's how long ago it was. We sold CDs, compact discs, look them up. I could watch them steal something and say nothing. Nothing. I couldn't say a single thing. I could, we had one plainclothes guy that would walk around the store. And if you happen to see him, you could point it out, but that was it. But it's gone to an even more intense level now. As Starbucks has fired a hero barista who prevented an armed robbery. This isn't just somebody going in there to steal a couple cups. They were armed. They protected, the, they protected their customers and other employees, and they got fired for it. Now, I can tell you unequivocally, if you're you know, a coffee company that would reward that type of behavior, you may have heard of them. It's coffeebrandcoffee.com, link in the description. They have this cool owner that would reward their employees for stopping such things. We've got dozens of coffees available for you in whole bean and ground, thousands of five-star reviews. Check us out, supporting the channel directly. A pair of heroic baristas who risked their lives to save the company's hard-earned money have been fired more than a month after reportedly foiling an armed robbery. The Riverfront Times reported that the initial robbery attempt and news of the employee's terminations. Authorities allege that just before 3 p.m. broad daylight on December 17th, Joshua Noland and Marquis Porter Doyle entered the Starbucks location at 212 Grand South Grand Boulevard in St. Louis, Missouri, armed. They commanded the seven employees, including Michael Harris and Devin Jones Ransom, a single and a single customer to lay down on the floor and surrender their possessions. The two men allegedly told employees to open the cash registers and safe, but the workers were unable to. Noah became enraged, striking Harris on the head with his pistol, but the gun cracked, signaling to the victims that the weapons were in fact toys. I don't understand why. Let me put the article up. I'm, I do apologize for that. I don't understand why people think if they use a toy, it's less of a charge because from what I don't understand, from what I understand, it's not a different charge. I could be wrong about that. That could be, that could be wrong. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like it doesn't matter if it's fake or not, when you commit a crime, because you're presenting it as real, and I'm pretty sure you'd be still charged with armed robbery. Harris Jones Ransom and the patron then began to fight back. During this melee, Noah and Porter Doyle both alleged to have punched one of uh, the victims in the face. They were eventually able to restrain Noah until authorities arrived. Absolute chads. Absolute chads. Peter Doyle fled the scene, but was caught a short time later. Despite the good deed, Harris and Jones Ransom were summarily fired by Starbucks. For what? For protecting themselves? You never know. See, in that situation, in, in that situation, you have, if, let's say they had the toys, right? And if you had pulled, you had, if you were carrying and you pulled and you ventilated them, you had been 100% in the right. 
Like these people come and they think, oh, well, it's not going to be loaded. So I'm going to get a different charge. Nope. If you make the claim that you even have it and you don't show it, it's still armed robbery. So that's, I mean, criminals are not smart people. I don't know why they, I mean, nowadays we have Google, right? You think they could take two seconds and realize that, well, there's no point in using a fake one because it's the same charge. But again, criminals are not smart. Quote, I can say that my client was not given a specific policy reason for the termination. Ryan Krupp, the attorney representing Harris, told Men's Journal, he noted that he was particularly insulting, especially in the light of the fact that he was assaulted by one of the gunmen and process of attempting to, in the process of attempting to comply. So the guy was attempting to comply. So Starbucks just wanted him to stay and get there and stay there and keep getting pistol whipped. I have now confirmed real time. Former prosecutor, yes. Same charge, toy or not. So the guy was trying to comply, got pistol whipped, and then Starbucks fired him. The safety and well-being of our partners, employees, and customers is always our first concern. All partners are expected to follow our carefully crafted protocols to ensure the safety of customers and partners during the situation. I hope these guys have like a GoFundMe or something. The spokesperson further elaborated that all partners go through de-escalation training, which includes these type of scenarios where partners are asked to comply with demands and to avoid doing or saying anything that can escalate the situation. Harris complied with the robber's demands until it was no longer an option for himself and others. The attorney later told Men's Journal he realized he was at the stage which meant he either intervene or risk himself and others losing their lives. I 100% agree with that. I 100% agree that he had no choice. If he had grabbed a knife or a bat or something like that behind, behind, the, and, and behind the counter and went to town, I would have 100% supported that. Krupp decried Starbucks for milking the incident for all the positive publicity it was worth in the weeks after before suddenly terminating Harris with a phone call. The corporation received great headlines commending the employee's bravery and prominently displaying their logo, Krupp told us. Uh, a month later, Starbucks corporate said they called and fired Mr. Harris over the phone. He concluded, we are looking for justice in the matter and will be taking legal action. Nobody should be terminated for doing the right thing. I, I hope they saw him. I hope they sue him for a million, and I hope they win it. You know, I hope they win every penny of it. This is not an uncommon thing, by the way. Do you remember Lululemon, the place that sells, like, I don't know, $100 yoga pants or whatever? They did the same thing. Lululemon CEO Calvin McDonald said the retailer stands by decision to fire two employees, this was this, this last summer, who tried to intervene during a theft of one of its stores. The incident took place in late April at a store in Peachtree Corners, Georgia. Cell phone footage from the store shows two men wearing hoodies and face masks rush into the store, grab armloads of merchandise from the areas closest to the entrance of the door, and rush out. One female employee is seen near the entrance of the store where the men are heard yelling, get out, repeatedly. It's unclear if the footage was taken by a customer. In this particular case, we have a zero tolerance policy that we train our educators uh, around engaging staff, engaging during a theft. Why? 
because we put the safety of our team and our guests at front and center, McDonald said during a CNBC interview on Friday. It's only merchandise. This is what, what communists like you to think, too, that, oh, it, just, it definitely doesn't get passed on to paying customers. And what Lululemon is saying is that they don't want any employees that give a dang about their job. You know, like, imagine having, imagine having all these employees having, you, you're specifically looking for employees that have no pride in their work and no pride in their workplace. They don't care at all. Like, I, I get it. I get it. Because it's like if I'm an employee and someone comes in, you know, armed or something, I'm not going to jump in front of the merchandise. I understand that. But I also understand that, like, a lot of these stores, by the way, are owned by franchisees. So you wonder, okay, Lululemon says you can't intervene, but what about the person that owns that store? Is it a franchise? Is it owned by the company? You don't know. But like, I, I would definitely train my employees not to intervene, but I wouldn't be firing them for it. You know, like that's, you know, firing them for that. It's insane. I, I would not want, you know, I would not... I would not want to encourage them to engage, but I also would not want, I would never consider firing them for just protecting themselves. It's absolute insanity, if you ask me, but we do live in the clown world of times. The, um, I forgot to finish the Crowder story. Essentially, in the Crowder story, um, BlackRock lawyers have now contacted Rumble to ask it, uh, to demand they take the video down. So BlackRock lawyers have now contacted Rumble to say, we want you to take this video down right now. And from what I understand, from what I heard, from what I heard from my sources at Rumble, that's not happening. That's not happening. They're not taking the video down without a court order. So as, this, as the stuff escalates, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. I'm really, really happy to see so many people here today, almost 5,500 of you on a Friday. I'm really, really thankful for you tuning in. I've got a couple more things I want to talk about for sure, but I do want to remind people we have a a uh, extended show that happens on, happens on my locals. We're doing a uh, no holes barred Q and A today. I'm gonna leave a link in the chat. I hope that you'll consider joining my locals. It's not required, but it is greatly appreciated. You can do so simply by clicking the basement here to join my locals. It's five bucks a month. Just you know, if if you're looking for a reason to support. I support all new tech, not just Rumble, you know, BitChute, Odyssey, even X, and um, I will always do so. And then there's a price to doing that, and um, you know, your support definitely helps offset that. It's not required, but I would love to see you in the locals stream after that, um, after this. And then also huge shout out to this video's sponsor, 
Sheath, longtime sponsor. Sheath makes the most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn. If you're sick of boxers and they're too loose or briefs are too tight, Sheath is for you. Look, here's what I can say about them, just casually. Give them a try. You know, and, and, you know, the ladies, people, you know, I know Sid really likes the girls stuff. You're like, give them a try. You've got nothing to lose. I know it's like a weird thing uh, for guys to think about, um, you know, changing their underwear choices, you know. But I think you might really like them. I'm wearing a pair right now. And I'm wearing a pair of sheath underwear. Every time you hear from me, it's the only underwear I own. It's the best. You have, to get, uh, you have to get one pair. Get one pair and it's going to change your life. It's the most comfortable box of briefs you'll ever put on your body. Their stretchy fabric is made out of a moisture-wicking technology. They're super soft, keep everything cool and comfortable. And also, they're their official underwear of UFC now. Sheath is particularly useful for staying cool during the summer and while working out. The most unique thing about them is that they have these dual pouches to keep your man parts separated, which prevents things from sticking together. It keeps them right where they need to be. I was a little skeptical about the dual pouches at first, but let me tell you, it is a game changer. By the way, if you're not into that idea, you don't have to use it. They'll be the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs you've ever worn in your life. Plus, they have brand new materials like bamboo and mesh for even more cooling comfort. Go to sheathunderwear.com slash the quartering or use the link in the description to get the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. If you use promo code the quartering, you'll also get 20% off your order. I hope you own more than one pair. I own many, you know, because they're a sponsor. So I always tell them, well, I need new pairs for the first. They, one of the pairs they sent me was a large. And I was like, haha, that's cute. <laughs> if you're new in the chat, definitely take a, hopefully you take a second to say hi. Because uh, I stream every single day, Monday through Friday, one Eastern to three Eastern. I bring you all the political news, all the Hollywood tech news, everything going on in the world over two hours. I absolutely hope that you're enjoying being here. If you are, all I ask is that you give the show a follow. Download the Rumble app, follow the quartering, which is my channel, right on the Rumble app. Um, this weekend, you know, I, by the way, also we're doing a, a no-holes-barred Q&A at Locals right after this. So... It would be awesome if you joined my locals. There's a button right here. I'm putting the link in the description to go on over there. Hopefully people can, uh, hopefully people will join today. Also, just really appreciate you being here. I hope you have a, a safe, safe weekend. Um, we'll be back on Monday at 1 Eastern at a regular time. Come on over to locals. Everybody have fun. Everybody, let's keep the fun going. If you're free this afternoon, come on over. Link in the chat also. You can click the basement here to join the basement and then join the stream. And we'll see you over there. Thanks for the kind words. Love your show. Debidu, thank you. And we'll see you over there in a few minutes.